Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages and races, the Crafty Beer Girls, Jenny Schaefer and Lauren Lurch, are pleased to welcome and support the first annual Zion Canyon Craft Beer Festival, happening on Saturday, October 12th, from noon to 7 p.m. at the Zion Brewery, located at 95 Zion Park Boulevard in Springdale, Utah. The event is open to everyone, and admission is free. It's also going to include plenty of family-friendly activities like bounce houses and face paint, as well as food trucks and art vendors and so much more. It's also going to include some live music from Josh Warburton and Whiskey Tooth Revival. Now get this, 100% of the proceeds from the first annual Zion Craft Beer Festival are going to be donated to the Zion National Park Forever Project. So it's going to be great times, great beers for a great cause. But that's not all. Also participating in the first annual Zion Canyon Craft Beer Festival are 10 Utah craft beer breweries to provide their delicious libations. For instance, your hosts and presenters of the first annual Zion Craft Beer Festival, Zion Brewing Company out of Springdale, Utah. From Salt Lake City, Utah, Ketos Brewing, Proper Brewing, and Roja Brewing Project. From Ogden, Utah, Talisman Brewing Company. From St. George, Utah, Silver Reef Brewing Company. From Midvale, Utah, Hopper's Grill and Brewing Company. From South Salt Lake City, Utah, Level Crossing Brewing Company. From Sugarhouse, Utah, Hopkins Brewing Company. And get this, you may even get to meet one half of the Crafty Beer Girls, Jenny Schaefer, who is expected to attend the event. Again, it's the first annual Zion Canyon Craft Beer Festival, a free event happening on Saturday, October 12th from noon to 7 p.m. at Zion Brewery, 95 Zion Park Boulevard in Springdale, Utah. The Crafty Beer Girls would like to congratulate the following. Shades Brewing, TF Brewing, Squatters Craft Beers, Red Rock Brewing, and Level Crossing Brewing for their medal wins at this year's Great American Beer Festival. According to the Utah Beer News, this is the most medal wins, six total for Utah craft beer breweries since 2012. Now that's a damn fine accomplishment. Congratulations. And now, on with the Crafty Beer Girls podcast. Previously on Crafty Beer Girls. Yeah, we didn't really talk about Strap Tank and why. Yeah. Why is it called Strap, strap Tank? Sorry, so, I yeah. food in my mouth. Strap Tank is a motorcycle. The Strap Tank motorcycle, it's a Harley Davidson. Um, they were built in 1903, I want to say. Around there. Um, yeah, and there is only three left in the world today. Um, so a very rare bike. And it literally is a motor strapped on. Right, to, to a, a bike. bike. That's yeah. what it looks like. Because a, you look at it and you're like, wow. A tank that's strapped onto a bike. Strapped yeah. tank, you know? Yeah. Um, well, and that's kind yeah. of what the logo is, too. It's this, like, Yeah, it's just, like, tank the tank, the engine That tank. has... Yeah. It looks like it's a, got this, like, belt on it yeah, that yeah. turns it, I think. Right? Yeah. It, like, uh-huh. you can, is like that why... Belt, I thought like that was motor. why it was called a strap, because of the the belt. But no, it's just because it's strapped on. Just because it's strapped on, yeah. Strap on. It's a strap on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, couldn't help that one. Sorry. So we're here at Strap On Brewing Company. And <laughs> yeah, see, that doesn't flow as well. No, so it you doesn't. Go with that. <laughs> we need a completely different logo. Yeah. <laughs> we need right, a rewrite. completely different podcast.
Welcome to the great state of Utah. When Mormon pioneers settled here and stated, this is the place, they weren't kidding. From our majestic mountains, to our numerous national parks, to our very many and plentiful outdoor activities and adventures, there's something for everyone in this state, including drinking. It's interesting to note that peppered across what is known as the Beehive State are 30-plus craft beer breweries from as far north as Ogden, from as far south as St. George, from as far east as Vernal, and as far west as Tooele. No matter where you live or travel within the state of Utah, you're bound to find some delicious and award-winning craft beer. Here now to share their extensive thoughts and knowledge about Utah's craft beer scene are your crafty beer girls, Jenny Schaefer and Lauren Lurch. From craftybeergirls.com Sorry, what were you saying? What? Huh? what? Slap, slap bracelet? Yeah, she's talking about your shilling. I was I was looking at the bottle of the 90 shilling from Odell. Good. Did you bring beer from Midwest too or no? No, I kind of did that last time. Yeah. And I was thinking about bringing some in and I was like, you know what? Did you want to talk about that? I only that brought a tiny bit home in the first place. Yeah. So that's cool. I'm going to be greedy and drink it by yeah. myself. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Ooh. We're recording, just so you know. Yeah, that's fine. With the slap Guys, uh, we so we were just downstairs. We are we currently at Mountain West Hard Cider. Um, the garden is also kind of in tandem with Mountain West here. Um, it's like a little outdoor patio beer, beer garden thing. And currently, as I play with the slap bracelet that I got for paying a dollar for a it raffle. Is, it is a Friday night. Um, it's a Friday night as well. Yeah, we got slap bracelets for donating to the raffle, which is like a nice blast from the past. Yeah. And we had some waffles from Waffle Love. Yeah, which w- it was excellent, delicious food. Yeah. Oh. We had a, a bisque with our... Uh, it's like a grilled cheese, but grilled waffle. Cheese. Grilled waffles. cheese. Oof. Not me. Not me. I, I had like dessert, full on dessert for dinner yeah. with ice cream. It was like dulce. It was like caramel Dul- and ice dulce cream. De dulce de leche. Dulce de leche. Dulce de leche. It wasn't Some, dul- it was de leche, like a de leche. Wa- leche waffle. Oh, so it wasn't leche? Dul- I think it was a leche. play on dulce de leche, yeah. Oh, okay. Dulce de leche. Yeah. Yeah. Like a liege waffle. It was they super have, good. Uh, like the little, um, I think they're called pearls. They're like sh- oh. they're like little sugar pearl things. It's a texture oh. thing, I believe. I didn't know that. I'm it, not a waffle expert. But it, it seemed like it had kind I of I watch the food channel sometimes. Like a sugary coating on it or something. Yeah. Cinnamon sugar or something. I don't know. It looked good. Oh, yeah. It was good. I need to put this slap bracelet down. Yeah, I'm going to, really, teacher's going to take that, it away. I'll do it all the rest of the podcast and I just can't have that. He's, he's sick of it already. I am sick of it. So, uh, to pick up from where you left off, uh, are you going to open that? We can. You want to open it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be a little warm now, but um, to be um, honest, do you, or do you it put should it back? probably... No, it might be a good temperature for Might be beer. perfect. Yeah, the 180 shilling might be at a great temperature now. It's a little bit darker, um, I'm guessing, because it's the 90 shilling, but a double version of it. That's my guess. That's what I read yeah. on the label. Yeah. You guys want to try it? I do. Fuck that's yeah. a beautiful embossed <laughs> like, label. Uh, I mean, look duh. at that. <laughs> That ain't cheap, yeah, that label nice right there. It's nice and shiny, and it has a feeling to it. That costs, it's beautiful. That costs it really is cash. quite nice. It's like <laughs> silver and blue. Mm. Pull tab top. Got my keys here. I'm going to use my Hopsteiner bottle opener. Hopsteiner. 
splashed a little beer on myself. Yeah, you know that's good for that's uh, how attracting you get, the men. Yeah, that's yeah. what I hear. Uh-huh. That's what we heard in the last podcast. It's <laughs> dribbling on the chair. Oh, boy. Right, mm. row. <laughs> oh, you still, you still have your other beer. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm working on it. God, I got beer all over my body right now. Hold oh, on. That's hot. Bathing in beer. <laughs> by, by accident, even. <laughs> Not even on purpose. Now I what? really can't get pulled over. Like, no, officer, I wasn't drinking it. I was wearing it. <laughs> Different. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's it smells like the previous beer that I had in this neon glowy oh. rubber cup. Oh, you should have got some water for it. It smells like luminescence. <laughs> Does any... So I'm going to drive. Does anybody want to finish this delicious previous one? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, see, it smells better in your glass. Yeah. Now, you're, now he's going to, like, shoot it, and that's... We'll bring you a glass no. next time. Oh, what? Yeah, I'll... I'll it's fine. I'll, he can I'll, do whatever he wants. I'll pack more he's than one boy. taster glass next time. I'm an adult. I, I know. Can, I'm okay to drive. <laughs> he's going to do a shitty editing job yeah. if you keep yeah. harassing him, yeah. Jenny. I'm not going to edit it all. <laughs> he's just going to slap it up just like it yeah, is. Yeah. All like in its this. raw glory. <laughs> With a lot of music drops. So all the music top. drops so we can make sure we get sued. Yeah. Do you want to top off? Mm-hmm. I haven't even... Tr- what haven't are we smelling? Cut, Smell it first, Jenny. I think... Well, I want to say chocolate, but it's not quite that chocolatey. I get like Maybe more Tootsie fruity. Roll. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Tootsie Roll. That, not like a dark chocolate, but like a Tootsie Roll sugary chocolate. Or would you say... Cowtail, <laughs> you got your cowtail. Nice, yeah. yeah. I've never, you know, I you mean, never had a cowtail before. N- no, Jenny, uh, open that. Try. They're great. Okay, Is, I'm gonna tell a quick story. Yeah, please. Before we dig into this beer, um, analytically, analytically. So I was uh, previously in the Midwest. Um, I grew up on the East Coast. I grew up uh, in Pennsylvania and in New Jersey, kind of moved back and forth a bunch. But my best friend grew up in Wisconsin, and so we were there previously on a road trip. And uh, we stopped in Chippewa Falls to go to the Liney Lodge, but we got there a little early, so we kind of... How did you say that? The Liney Lodge. Liney Kugel. Oh, you just called it Liney for short? It's it's literally called the Liney Lodge. Oh. Yeah. I always wonder how you pronounce that. Yeah. Line and Kugel or or Liney Lodge. Oh. Lineys. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we were in Triple Falls. Um, we stopped by in this little, like, not really convenience store, but they have, like, convenience items, and in the back they've got a deli. And it was very reminiscent of uh, little corner shops or corner stores that I went to when I was a kid. So I walked in, and uh, I found the like, candy section, and I was like, holy shit. Like, six-year-old me is just freaking <laughs> out right now. They got cowtails. I think they had, like, push pops and, oh like, my God. Big League Chew and, like, all the... Yeah, getting the eyes from Mike. Um, <laughs> they had all the greatest goodies from my childhood. So Nice. Um, I kind of got handfuls of stuff that I totally shouldn't have and walked out and was really happy with myself. <laughs> so now I'm eating... I've never had a cowtail. I don't think I've ever seen... How would you describe it? Um, it's kind of like a Tootsie Roll, but vanilla. Like a little bit of caramel, it's like sugary, vanilla. chewy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, get that from beer sometimes, and and yeah. I use it as a descriptor. And I've some people you, are like, "Huh?" Yeah, I've heard so. you say that before, and I've and I thought that's very specific. 
but I've never I've never had one. Oh, give have it back. some more. No, okay, give it back mm-hmm. to one. Oh, I've had it plenty of times. All right, twist my arm. I'll have some more. It's really good with the beer. Mm. Is it is a good pairing with this 180 so. from Odell? This hmm. was uh, sure. Yeah, they usually don't peel out of the wrapper like this. <laughs> this one got a little smushed in my bag. What do you mean they peel out better? Well, you see how it's kind of sticking on the wrapper? Yeah. That's because I smushed it. It got sweaty in your bag. Usually so it's, probably. A, it's a little bit firmer. It's like a Tootsie Roll, so you're able to just peel it. Out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. It looks more like a cow's tail. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Oh, God, it's fucking delicious. It is. Tastes like, tastes like 1992. <laughs> mm. <laughs> just yeah. like our slap bracelets. Yeah, oh my Which god. Is, by the way, it's like throwback. Way before 1992. Uh-huh. Slap bracelets are like 82, oh, 86. Yeah, you're probably right. I, I know I was like, I guess I was in elementary school when the slap mm. bracelets were cool. Here, have more. Oh. oh. Okay, fine. Although you remember, okay. I I just had a dessert for dinner, so <laughs> caramel. Oh, this is ice cream. The roof of my mouth is so great. Mmm. Mm. Who makes cowtails? What's that brand on there? I don't even know. Uh, that's a good question. Oh, there's like something in the middle of it. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I that's the bone. Wondered why it's it bone was... marrow. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered what it was leaking. <laughs> It's leaking delicious. I'm not sure how to pronounce <laughs> this. Uh, Getz? Yeah? G-O-E-T-Z-E-S? Or goats? Oh, my God. I feel like I should know how to pronounce that. Oh, it, it seems more like Getz, maybe. Mm. Goats? Goats. <laughs> anyway, shout out to you guys. If shout you ever, <laughs> if you want to sponsor Crafty Beer Girls, uh, we're open to receiving cowtails. Especially Lauren. Love some cowtails, 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 cowtails. She wants to bathe in cowtails. I don't know like about she does that. Beer. Like have but. a have a big silo full of them and you just dive in. Oh, that's so appropriate. A silo full of cowtails. <laughs> Is that how they come? <laughs> like not by the pallet, but by the silo full. <laughs> Maybe. Oh. What else did you do when you were in mid- the Midwest? Well, what's, hold on. what's this let's, Liney Lodge? Well, I'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. But let's talk about the beer that we've gotten from. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. We we're talking about the 180 shilling from Odell Brewing mm-hmm. um, from their Cellar Series. This is the 2019 edition. I said it kind of smells like Tootsie Rolls or Cowtails. The Cowtail came out, and now we're going to talk about the beer. Yeah. What else do you get, Jenny? Maybe some like molasses or something. Sure. It's kind of sticky. Mm hmm. It does go really nice with the, the cowtail, <laughs> I will say. It, it's really good with it. Yeah. Some dark fruit in there, for sure. It tastes pretty boozy, too. I can taste the alcohol. Yeah. Mm. Like maybe some some prunes and... Um, raisins? Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, what are dried grapes? What would that taste like? Yeah. It's raisins. Raisin, no shit. <laughs> I was getting there in my head. <laughs> like, what, are, what are dried grapes called? <laughs> the Crafty Beer Girls would like to mention uh, that Lauren Lurch is a certified Cicero. Oh, boy. Here we go. Dried grapes, dried grapes. Uh, <laughs> raisins. <laughs> yep. So, Lauren, uh, Jenny, do you guys know the alcohol content? Of this I already beer? looked at it. Okay. Well, then Jenny, what do you fair. think? Jenny, what do you think? <laughs> I would say close to 10. It might be like 9. Jenny, you looked. I did not. I looked at. I did look at the label, but I did not look. Mm-hmm. I promise I didn't look. Did I? Is I'm looking I right? at it right now. I can't see that far. It's, it's pretty small. But you're, you're right. It's, uh, it clocks in at 9.9%. Woo! Ding, 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 ding. Wow. Ding, 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 ding. 
I'm just that good. And I'm not even a certified Cicerone. No. <laughs> oh, 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 Lord. Aw, oh, Jenny, good job. You got a oh, little zing in there. Oh, I keep flourishing. That was good. Instead of the other way around. I so appreciate that. <laughs> when people that I give shit to all the time, I actually dish it back. I'm like, yeah. Props. Good job. Yay. Ah, Jenny's beaming. <laughs> That's just the alcohol. It's uh, like, oh, my cheeks okay. are rosy. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I'm into it. So uh, you said we can buy this in Utah? I believe so. That, um, that it, one in particular, though? They they come and go from the liquor stores. I definitely okay. check the inventory online before you go and try and hunt down. State liquor stores. Um, but yeah, I've seen a, a few of the Seller series come and oh. go through the liquor stores. I bought Wolf Picker one time um, during the winter. Is that a Seller so. series, too, or just like I a believe special so. edition? I believe so. Uh, it might have been um, something... A while ago, and I and the wolf picker that I got was maybe a barrel aged version. I'd oh, have okay. to fact check that, but um, yeah. What would you say the price point is on something like this? I think they're ten ish dollars for a, a four pack, a bottle for, for a, a bottle bo- for a yeah. bottle. Yeah, holy I believe sh- so. Really? Yeah, that's pretty normal for like in the ten percent range. I can well, try like, usually it I thought it's like a bomber, but this is a twelve ounce bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, really? I mean, a bomber would probably be like twenty bucks. Oh wow! I I don't know. That's for craft beer. I think people are pretty used to paying. It's it's on the high end, but if you have a high alcohol beer, it'll be a little more expensive. Is, is there a, is there a barrel aged Natter Days that I could enjoy? <laughs> <laughs> you should try it. Get yourself a barrel and age some Natter Days. I'm kidding. Or I'm not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, I just looked up the 180 shilling um, on the UDABC inventory query, and it does not exist, but uh, was 4.99. So, oh, that's not bad. Keep your eyes. That's actually pretty good for that. Yeah. Crafty Beer Girls podcast is being brought to you in part by Cowtails. Launched in 1984, Cowtails are stick-shaped, chewy caramel candy with a cream-filled center. Cowtails are now available in four flavors. Original caramel, chocolate, strawberry, and caramel apple. For more information, visit Cowtails.com. And by the Utah Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control of Latter-day Saints. The UDABC LDS brings you the finest craft beers stored for months at room temperature in a giant warehouse before hitting retail store shelves in state-controlled liquor stores without the use of refrigeration. Because, you know, word of wisdom cost-cutting measures. Just saying. And by the month of October, fall and pumpkin spice is in the air. Somebody wake up Billy Joe Armstrong from the band Green Day. Because September has ended. And now back to your Crafty Beer Girls podcast with your hosts, Jenny Schaefer and Lauren Birch. Do you want to talk a bit more about, about the Midwest? Like this Liney, Lo- Liney Lodge? Yeah, the Liney Lodge is pretty awesome. Um, That's the so, one that has like the grapefruit beer that you see in the grocery store. Is that right? Uh, they have a summer shandy and they have berry vice. They have a lot of fruited beer. Yeah. Um, I think there's like a grapefruit one, isn't there? There, like could, that, there could be. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Um, How dare you? I'm so wrong. So very wrong. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyway, it was another uh, thing I couldn't pronounce. Line and Kugel <laughs> is, is widely known for their fruit beers, okay. um, which I appreciate, but I'm not the biggest fruit beer fan. Um, but when we visited, they had their variety of fruit beer, but also a lot of um, unfruited beers, just standard lagers of different varieties, um, a few other ales as well. And I was more impressed with those than I was with the fruited beer. Nice. Um, it's not that easy to do both well. And I was I was really blown away by it. And um, Jenny, I think you mentioned this in an email one time, but I said that they had a lot of beer mixes that they could do. Oh, um, they had like right. a beer mixing menu, three quarters of this and a quarter of that, or you That's know, cool. um, one third of each of these three things equals this. And it was really cool. They had one that was like uh, pink lemonade. I think it was like the berry vice and maybe the shandy or something like that. But it was like, whoa, yeah, that is yeah. pink lemonade. I love it when so. they do that. That's Keto's does that too. Yeah. They have a whole like, I don't yeah. know if it's like on their menu, but it's kind of a secret menu. Yeah. They mix beers together. That's cool. Yeah. I think that's really, it's a great way to uh, create more excitement around products you already yeah. have. You just create different actual, almost like different beers. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I experimented with the beer mixing a while back and got kind of into it. Kind of, kind of got a little like obsessed with it actually. I go into breweries and start mixing beers and they're looking at me like I'm nuts. Yeah. Because not everybody does that, but. It's kind of funny how some people are unreceptive to it. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, why are you looking at me like I'm crazy? Like, it's delicious. Well, like I've said in the past, beer is fine by itself. A good beer should be able to be, you shouldn't need to put something in the beer. So, (laughs) I don't know what I was talking about. Mm. Um, Party Jenny's here. Welcome. What was I saying? Mm. God damn it. Hello, party Jenny. We were talking about the Midwest. Can you I wanted to know about drink? the Liney Lodge. Yeah, but I was talking about mixing beer. Okay, mm. you want to talk more about mixing beer? No, we don't have to do that. It's cool. Would you like to mix some beer? What do you want to talk about? Well, the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know how to shut down Jenny now. You ask her like four questions ask in a row. Her, ask me <laughs> She's like, questions. Just now she's getting upset. I have a whole where, list of shit right here I wanted to talk about. So, so where, where is the Liney Lodge? Is Chippewa Falls? Yeah, that's Chippewa Wisconsin? Falls, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And did you spend most of your trip in in Wisconsin? Most you were of also it, yeah. in in. Uh, so I flew Minnesota. to Minneapolis. Okay. And uh, my friends, they have a puppy, and he was kind of too young for them to just leave with somebody else, so they brought him along. Um, so they drove, and we kind of met up in Minneapolis, and uh, went north from there into Wisconsin, and then drove back together. So, all the way back to Salt Lake. All the way back to Salt Lake. How long did that take? Holy shit! Uh, it took a while, but we broke it up with a lot of brewery stops. Yeah, yeah. That's the nice thing about having friends that also like beer. Yeah, is you. Nobody's complaining about the beer stops. Yep. Yeah, I went to Wisconsin once. I went to uh, Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and. I didn't go to any breweries, but I went Why? to some bars. I don't know. I think it was before. It's like a birthplace. Yeah. I, I went there. I had a, a, a limited amount of time, and I went there to, like, see somebody, a friend. And mm-hmm. um, I remember that we did go to, a, a like, a bar, and I was kind of shocked to see how many bars there were. Just, you know, girl from Utah, don't see this stuff very much, walked into a bar, and they had this really long line of taps and i've never mm-hmm. seen i don't think i think that's the most i've ever seen taps uh, in a bar just this huge line of them 
and I, I this might this might have been a little bit what did I have I think I had like I want to say I totally wasted it and had rogue nut brown or something like that because I'd never had it on draft before it's one of those you can't things where say like, that rogue hates us now rogue hates us now okay <laughs> i'm not trying to talk shit but like Duh. a beer know, that I'm just, I'm a beer poking. that like uh i could get here but just in mm-hmm. a bottle and but we don't get that stuff in draft because yeah. we're utah so we don't get high point beer on draft so um I, it was a lot better on draft like i yeah. liked that beer anyway and then i had it and it was on draft and but the thing i remember was all the german food they had a lot of german yeah. um, food i think they have a lot of german roots up there definitely so that liney lodge Polish, is that like kind german. of a german is that german word say, say again the liney liney kugels oh, is that like boy. german i think it's german or is it polish it could be polish i suppose um yeah i i don't have the answer to that question i guess we'll have i believe to it's german look but i'm not 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. yeah well they just had a lot of german food so i think i had like a really good brat and yeah. some sauerkraut and stuff like that and i was like wow this is the best bar food i've ever had yeah uh bars in the midwest are amazing they're fantastic um i really like the way that people treat each other in the midwest too oh cool they kind of like fuck with each other even if you're a stranger (laughs) they don't care like uh uh, we were in uh, duluth trading company store and somebody was like sweeping and um somebody was kind of in their way and didn't realize and they turn around and they're like oh sorry and the person's like yeah you better be (laughs) and they both laughed about it and went on oh like some people like here in salt lake tend to be on the more literal side yeah and they'd be like oh, exactly oh that's my god i know i can be that way sometimes you better I'm, be you go home and cry <laughs> about it and it's like i love that i love when you can just like fuck with people and they're like <laughs> like they, they're like cool with it <laughs> they take it in stride yeah. yeah yeah um i was sitting at a, a bar so my best friend's dad um is somebody who we went to visit um, yeah and we were sitting at one of his bars and he has bars <laughs> or it's a bar he, he goes he, to yeah yeah okay sorry he does, he's not a bar owner a but bar he has he bars frequents. that he frequents often yeah um papa olaf by the way shout out to papa oh all right and so uh we were in one of the bars that he was at usually and um somebody walks in and a person looks over hey dick face <laughs> and uh, like they were totally cool with it like it's just like normal nobody bat an eyelash it's just like man i want that for myself yeah just be able to I say wanna... hey dick face to anybody i think that they, they probably knew each whenever other whenever i start this podcast that's exactly what these two ladies say to me yeah <laughs> hey dick face yeah. welcome to <laughs> welcome to work yeah. i mean when you can when you can say that to somebody in the most loving way and they can receive it as you intend yeah. I think that's true friendship. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's it's how you great. know you're really friends when you can call it to their dick face. Yeah. Also, alcohol's so cheap in the Midwest. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Oh, boy. And they got this dice game. Okay. Oh. So you can shake the dice for, it's usually like a dollar. And so they have a cup and it's got dice in it. Like Yahtzee? And, like Yahtzee. Uh, <laughs> Yahtzee. Yahtzee. So I got a shake. large straight. Hold on. What do I win? Well, yeah. You shake, you shake the dice if you get a straight which is like one, two, three, four, five, six, um, then you get a free drink or like a different different bar, different rules always. Um, they always have the rules listed up on the wall. And uh, so I rolled a straight at um, Jimmy's. 
and uh, <laughs> got a free drink. And I was like, fuck yeah, I made it. I've, I've made it. <laughs> I uh, did the you thing can die I happy. to do in my life. Yeah, no more bucket list for Lauren. It's like, that's cool. Everything else is uh, icing. Yeah. So Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm going to have to, I don't know. It's it's fun traveling. It's It's cool, I think, to kind of live vicariously through each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. Although, I don't know, I probably go places you don't go too my my sure. my bike or sorry um <laughs> my bike's bigger than your bike my bike uh so my vacations usually involve bikes and mountain biking so i that's why i do like bikes and beers adventures so a lot of the time when i go travel it's all about the bikes and beers so i'll talk about the beer and the breweries but i'll also sometimes also throw in a couple of you know tidbits about the trails in the area and whether or not they're any good and they usually are there's a lot of yeah. awesome places to ride jenny's wearing her jailhouse casino motel eli <laughs> nevada hat ely ely eli i don't Ely-Nevada. know i thought it was gonna Ely. be biblical or something yeah yeah that's a place <laughs> i've gone and had fun riding bikes for sure they have they have a um, fierce tears and beers mm-hmm. bike race out there which is pretty fun. Fears, tears, it's and called beers. Fears, tears, and beers. It's a uh, they call it uh, an enduro race, mountain bike enduro race. So it's mostly a downhill, like the race is downhill, but you actually do have to ride your bike up the hill too. You're not timed on that part, but you do have to be able to pedal your bike. So it's a big, you know, huge amount of miles and a big day. And how does it end? Beer? No, no, no. In between that, you how ride through the. Is this the right one? Am I thinking of the right one? Oh, the casino. Yeah. Oh, that's in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, that's in the beginning. Sorry. I was oh, okay. In, yeah, you actually ride through the jailhouse casino. Yeah. On your part bike? Yeah, on your bike. They they kind of, part of the course, they just have it go through the casino. It's just kind of the novelty of it. It's, it's not the part that you're being timed on. Do you but throw it's a quarter in as you're going through? You could. You sure. could actually, I mean, because you're not being timed, you could stop and, you know, try your luck. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, well... I get, are you done talking about Midwest? Should I talk about? I mean, I I could talk about it forever, but yeah, there's only so well, much I know time we have. I was gonna mention I went to uh, Sedona last year and did some mountain biking out there. I have a sister that moved there, and she's like, you know, super into yoga and the where's, vortex. Where's Sedona? It's in Arizona. Okay, and it's kind of it reminded me a little bit of Southern Utah. It had the Zion vibe to it a little bit, but and maybe Moab. I don't know. It's red. Got some red rock and a lot of like green trees as well, like shrubby bushes and different trees. And it's really pretty down there. And actually, um, we stopped in Flagstaff because when I, you know, did my research prior to my trip to sort of see which breweries I was going to go and check out, I realized that Sedona really didn't have much in the way of a beer scene. They had like one brewery. I think it was like called Oak Creek or something like that. I'll have to look that up. But uh, the, all the beer scene is happening in, in Flagstaff. Flagstaff is just uh, north of Sedona a little ways. It's actually, you come, it's a really beautiful drive. You come down from this high elevation down this canyon to Sedona. And that part is just absolutely gorgeous. But the difference in temperature and climate is a lot. Mm. It's a lot cooler up in Flagstaff. It's a lot it's where, like, more there's a mountainous. Bunch of pine and yeah. yeah, there's like lodgepole pines and times. different things like that. You get down to Sedona and it's all red rock and sort of shrubby. But um, what happened was 
I I had this plan to go to this this brewery called Wanderlust. It sounded like, oh, that sounds really cool. I'm going to go to this Wanderlust brewery. But I didn't really pay attention to when it was open. And sometimes you find this when you're traveling. A brewery is not necessarily open every day of the week. So if you're traveling on a Monday, you might find that it's not open. So that's a good thing to look look yeah. at google's pretty good about letting you know if you navigate there it's like hey by the way when you get there it's yeah be right there's that too so. but uh, i hadn't really realized that and we i think we went to mother road the first night which was i don't know it was a weekend night so i was able to go to mother road and then tried to go to the other this wanderlust couldn't go it was middle of the week but they had another brewery that i went to called dark sky and it wasn't like my first choice, but I had heard some good things about it. They have a lot more um, experimental beers. And this friend of ours who lives in the area, she was telling me all about her favorite beer there. It's called Blood of My Enemies. And it's basically this uh, like Northeast style IPA that's sour. They make it with hibiscus and passion fruit. Um, and then uh, there was a whole bunch of other good beers. They had like a pineapple and habanero beer that was really good too hmm. and then they pulled out or the, they had a barrel aged beer that i could get is a part of, i think they had it on draft which is always crazy to me anytime i can get a barrel aged beer on draft is always weird because we can't do that here <laughs> we should be able to it's kind of silly why why not because it's too strong it's mm. not it's not four percent or five percent. Uh, so I was at Altitude Chop House in Laramie, Wyoming, and they had I've been a few. There. I've been that there. place is awesome, isn't it? Yeah, they're kicking ass. Their loggers are fucking great. Um, but uh, they had a barrel aged beer on draft that was, I want to say, around four percent. Oh, and nice. I was like, huh? There's got to be like they forgot the one in front of it. Oh, so, yeah. No, uh, but we got it, and it was actually really good. Nice. And I was like, huh. Well, yeah, so you can have barrel aged sure. beer on draft. Sure, you can. I'm, but uh, you know, it's usually not right. that low. Typically, having something that low in alcohol, um, aging in a barrel, is kind of inviting yeah. uh, bacteria to come and join the party. Mm, so that's a good point. I imagine it would be a difficult thing to do unless there was some sort of dilution involved. So yeah, well, yeah. cool. Well, anyway, they had a imperial stout aged in rum and bourbon barrels with coconut and vanilla which I loved. I really fell in love with it. And lucky for me, they had a bottle of it <gasps> that I brought Holy with Jesus. me. No. This is one of my um, souvenirs that I brought from my Sedona Get trip. Get out. And <laughs> you, <laughs> Lauren's handing her, her empty or unfinished beers. To me, I, I got to drive, you know. I, I'm, just a, I'm just a girl. I might need some help opening this, actually. Jeez. Jenny, really? come on. Well, Come it's on. got... Me too. Come you on. know how they put wax on the bottles? Like, yeah. they yeah. overdo it. That's the point. Are you complaining? Yes. Work I'm for your beer. I'm going to be, like, sort of chipping away at this wax. Well, do you have, like, a minutes? knife or something? I don't think so. I didn't bring a knife with me. I have scissors. That might that work? work. I'm going to need... Hold on. <laughs> Candy cigarettes? I'm going to need a cigarette break. <laughs> Did you find candy cigarettes? Where the hell do you think I found candy cigarettes? Wyoming? The same place she got those cowtails. No, I found it. I found it in Chippewa Falls. I'm glad they still make those. That's what I'm saying. I went crazy. Oh, here I can use this other. Oh man, this I'm other bottle a mess. cap. These candy cigarettes might be from 1992. I don't know. Man, I they used might to buy be a little stale. You know, you could you could get those in Utah. 
back Can in the day. Can you? Oh, yeah, I you could. You meant now. Not, not now, no. My mom did could. not approve of those. Loved them. <gasps> you could get candy cigarettes <laughs> and you could get bubblegum candy oh cigarettes. Oh my God. And they were actually in you a guys. filter and you could blow on them and they would blow out little puffs of if sugar. If these smoke. don't blow out puffs of smoke, I'm taking them oh, back. do it. Oh my God, you guys. It's not doing It's not anything. working. No. This is very disappointing. I'm going to take these back. Yeah, you should. So I'm going to cut myself on this. No, you're not. Take it easy. Wait. Is there a coating on oh. that you're supposed to take off? I don't know. Oh, it's just <laughs> sugar then. All right, so <laughs> these are candy cigarettes. But they're not the kind that blow out the smoke. I thought it was going to be like the bubble gum yeah, ones. The bub- yeah, with the wrapping. And yeah. You <laughs> Where you like blow, you like try to blow on them with it in your mouth and it puffs out like candied sugar. Um, these are like some sort of peppermint. Um, uh, they're like after dinner mints, but in stick shape. So I'm just going to hold it like it's a cigarette. Like Audrey Hepburn. I don't smoke, so I, I thought I was going to get like a smoking experience from this, but it's not quite the same. This is really hard. As as the bubblegum candy cigarettes I had when I was a kid, but you know, whatever. You know, Jenny, if you could just get that open, that'd be Jenny. great. <laughs> the fake puffs and then chewing on the end is just like this really disgusting feeling that it gives you, like watching somebody else do it. Mm. Yeah, it's like those peppermints you get during Christmas time at Grandma's house. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of wish that I still worked as a server right now because I'd ask for cigarette breaks and I think I'd just have a candy cigarette every single time. But take like a good four or five minutes doing it. Hey, can you wash my tables? I'm, I gotta go smoke. <laughs> and just be out there with a fucking candy cigarette. Wow, I got it. I'm Thank so stressed God. out. <laughs> Look at it, Jenny. It's ridiculous. You seem stressed. Would you like a cigarette? No, Julie, <laughs> could I offer you a stallion? How do I open this fucking <laughs> bottle? Oh my god! Stallion. Don't you love it <laughs> when a fucking bottle has more wax on it than than what? I don't know. My legs when I. Oh, wax my legs. Oh my! Oh shit! What's happening? Yeah, oh, that changed, of course. Go ahead and let's expand on that. <laughs> <laughs> Am I trying to rip hairs off this bottle of beer? No, I'm not. Oh, it looks like it. I'm just trying to get the goddamn lid off. <laughs> oh my god, this is taking forever. I know. I'm gonna need another cigarette. How the hell do I get oh. this off? Oh no, I'm good for now. Thank you, though, sir. Here, sure? let's, let's see. <laughs> you need a cigarette. You box. guys, look Let's how see. beat up this is. Yeah, yeah you're really fucking it up. Oh, here. Can I? Can somebody have a better like opener? <laughs> really? Uh, I, as in another person? How about well, my house I, key? I can't. That one didn't mm. work that well. I tried that one. <laughs> wow, you suck at this. <laughs> Cocktails well, and cigarettes. It's not no. the That's the name of this. <laughs> That's the name of this podcast. The party in here while we watch you try and open that. Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. This is embarrassing. There it goes. I should be in just videoing that. It's incredible. Well, so Jenny. Note to breweries. <laughs> Lay Hold off it the up. Wax. Lay off the wax. Lay off the wax. That is a lot of wax. I'll give you that. You're <laughs> right. That's a lot of wax. We can't get our beer. Wax, wax. We get baby. frustrated and then we drink too much ding, of it. Ding, 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 ding. That's probably the point actually. They want you to drink more of the beer so they frustrate you. That's a nice label. I like it. Yeah, so this beer is called Feel the Rhythm. Yeah. And it yeah, it has kind of a fun like jungle themed label on it. Ooh. Pours dark. I like 
yeah, it's a stout. so it is an imperial stout that was aged in rum and bourbon barrels with coconut and vanilla. By the way, they also at this Dark Sky Brewing have a a beer called Astro Cookie, and Astro. they brew it with like a whole crap ton of Oreo cookies. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> Thank so you. if you like Oreo cookies, that's a good one to check out. Lauren just passed me a candy cigarette. What yeah. are these supposed to taste like, by the way? Cigarettes. <laughs> like really cigarettes? Yeah. No. Come on. Put it in your mouth. It's a stallion. That <laughs> should be the tagline. This line. podcast sponsored by Stallion <laughs> Candy Cigarettes. Mm, should we just call them cigarettes or candy cigarettes? I don't know if this goes with the beer. I don't know if you go with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I might not. I clearly don't know how to open a beer. No. <laughs> I'm kidding, Jenny. You got to smoke your cigarette, though. It's better that way. Mm-hmm. Oh. Take a drag. Should I video this at all? No. Missed opportunity. Listen, darling. If you don't listen to your father, you better listen to me. <laughs> Fuck you, mom. <laughs> Isn't that what you're supposed to say? Italian cigarettes. I'm <laughs> oh, that was Cigament. Well, so what do you think of this beer, by the way? I made a mess. I haven't had it yet. Hold on. I'm still eating my cigarette. Hold it's, on. It still smells like the, the first beer. I think this might be an example of a beer that, if you keep it around too long, loses some of the subtleties some of the flavors mm. i don't know if i'm tasting the coconut anymore you'll probably just taste peppermint I taste peppermint yeah <laughs> no i get, <laughs> maybe this is more suggestive but i get a lot of tobacco yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. i'm serious <laughs> i did just eat a, seg- a cigarette but you you ate i'm getting yeah tobacco notes no i think I a little think bit of ash <laughs> no really though i can taste the vanilla yeah still but the coconut also when i had at the brewery it was on draft so this was a bottle that i took away and i never in fact this is the first one i've opened i had two and i this is the first one i've actually opened so i don't know if it was different in the bottle at all you could convince me there's like toasted coconut in there yeah as usual stuff's always better at the source always yeah just enjoy it while you're there Mm mm-hmm Sometimes you're lucky enough to be able to take some with you, but yeah, I mean, it's like, good. do buy bottles to go, but just don't expect them to be exactly the same experience that you yeah. had um, while you were there. Exactly. So, uh, any more cigarettes? Anybody? <laughs> oh, no, thank no? You. we're done with cigarettes. Okay. The Crafty Beer Girls podcast is being brought to you in part by Stallion Candy Cigarettes, better than actual cigarettes and vaping by leaving you cancer-free or without lasting health problems, all while providing minty fresh breath. Stallion Candy Cigarettes. Put a stallion in your mouth. And by the Sedona, Arizona Division of Tourism, who remind you to never visit the state of Utah, ever. Utah is a terrible place and ugly as fuck. Check out the official site of the Sedona Tourism Bureau at visitsedona.com. And buy roasted and salted peanuts packed with protein. These are a delicious and filling snack to pair with your alcoholism. And now, back to your Crafty Beer Girls podcast with your hosts, Jenny Schaefer and Lauren Lurch. Anybody who's listening who hasn't traveled to utah yet there are some nice destinations here especially if you are a mountain biker or if you're not 
because you can do other things too. Lauren. Jenny, you're not supposed to tell people about the state and how good it is. Guys, the state's terrible. Don't come in. Because stay it's away. a secret. Eh. Yeah. Well, Jenny. everybody just assumes Utah sucks. I'm and that's, up the that's fine. Again. Yes, it absolutely does. But if you happen to people. find yourself here. No, don't. Let me just say. Uh, we've got, it's like two worlds. We have Northern Utah where we live here in Salt Lake. It's mountains and it's beautiful. Or you can go not very far South, (laughs) maybe about four hours. Actually, you don't have to go that far, but if there's some destinations South that are really beautiful and it's like a whole nother world, it's like another planet. Actually, you got red rock, kind of like what I was saying with Sedona, um, you have Zion Can- Zion National Park and Cedar City, which is not necessarily a destination people think of, but they have a Shakespearean festival down there. So they have a college there in Cedar City and they do this whole like sh- Shakespearean festival down there. But they also have awesome mountain biking and they're really close to Brian Head, which is a ski resort. They also have a bike park so you can go there. It's high elevation. So even in the summertime, it can be really cool cool temperatures wait brian head is in southern utah yeah i didn't know that you yep. can go skiing in southern utah you can at brian head yeah huh. yeah it's it's if you live in st george or you live in cedar city or kind of any anywhere south like that that's kind of the place to go yeah i think even if you live in vegas uh, they have a small ski resort near vegas but the really like the higher elevation stuff is in brian head and it's a great little like bike park too in the summertime it's just really beautiful oh, cedar breaks is up there which is really gorgeous so some cool things to see they have a brewery that's pretty new called policy kings that i went to and it's a little mom and pop you know family run business pretty small but they always have new beer so if you go there average pretty much every time you go there you're probably going to find something new and something different on tap um so they're really good and then zion has a brewery zion brewing and that's in Springdale. They have a new location that's going to be opening up shortly in St. George. Um, you also have uh, Moab, which is a little bit different location than what I'm talking about. That's a little further east, but that's another big mountain bike destination that people love to go to. They have a brewery as well, Moab Brewery. That's a place you can go and eat and get some good beers. Um, another place that I like to go instead of Moab is actually Hurricane. And it's, it's actually hurricane, but we pronounce it hurricane. So <laughs> if you call it hurricane, you're going to out yourself as a, as a tourist, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's a pretty, it's actually, they have awesome mountain biking. They have all these mesas that you can go mountain bike on and it's not nearly as crowded as Moab is. Moab's more popular. It's getting a little well known over there. So the nice thing about hurricane is it's, it's more mellow. So I was hanging out down there and the guys down at, at the brewery were talking, we were talking about stuff and they kind of mentioned that this uh, city that we all know and love called Colorado City, uh, it's actually a combination of Colorado City, Arizona and Hildale, Utah. It's right there on the border. It's not too far from Hurricane, but it's actually a polygamous town and it's not a place that most people would ever like venture to. It's, they, they're, they keep to themselves just to interject this is where warren jeffs was at right, right. yeah he so it's the flds church which okay. is the fundamentalist latter-day saints yeah. 
they're an offshoot of the Mormons or the El- Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which um, actually abandoned polygamy back in 1890. But there was a, a kind of an offshoot of the church that continued the practice of polygamy. And they actually stayed in Utah for a while. And then a group of them went down and settled in this area in southern Utah. And it was known as Short Creek. And it's right there on the border. Kind what of were you doing there? Well, <laughs> well, I mean, I never would think to go there because they're not, they haven't been that welcoming. It's one of those things where they, like, if you go there, like, the cops will kind of follow you around. And like, this is sort of the rumor anyway. Um, the rumor is that if you go there, you're just going to get chased out because they don't really want outsiders. Uh, can I interject real quick? I, I, <laughs> I saw a documentary that's absolutely fascinating about this area, about Warren Jeffs. Uh, if you get a chance to see it, it was produced by HBO called Prophets Pray. Okay. Absolutely. I haven't seen him. Oh, it's fascinating it and disturbing. I'm just warning yeah. you. It's, it's well, upsetting. No, let me just say, like, uh, I, I've known a lot of polygamists growing up. Growing up in Utah, I've had friends that are polygamists, and they're not all like a Warren Jeffs. So there's some I don't know people. who that is. He's the prophet. Really? He was their prophet. He got arrested for... I'm not from here. Well, it's a national story. This is a national news story. It was worldwide, actually. Because Warren Jeffs was on the run for a long time. Cops were looking for him. The polygamists that I knew didn't live like that. They actually, like, integrated in with the rest of the community. So you didn't even really know they were polygamists. The ones that live in Short Creek, or where I'm talking about, actually, uh, like, live in a... Like, very isolated from the rest of the world. Didn't have access to probably internet regular television wear like these prairie dresses that's how you can kind of tell who they are they're wearing like these prairie dresses and kind of you know these kinds of clothes certain clothes that they wear and so almost almost like mennonite yeah Yeah. sure yeah if if, what i yeah that's a good uh just like comparison i would say sure because i mean the yeah yeah i don't really know all their beliefs and like the amish and all that stuff it's a little different than that but the Warren Jeffs, who was their prophet, definitely was like ruling with. He would make the rules, and he was pretty strict. Um, not like not every prophet was like him that they had over the years, but definitely pretty strict. And you weren't allowed. Uh, I mean, you could go there. It's not like you couldn't go there, but people definitely didn't feel welcome. So Jenny, so why were you there? So why was I there? So the guys from Z- Zion were telling me, hey, there's a music festival and there's a new brewery. From the guys from Zion Brewing, Zion Brewing Company. Yeah. yeah Wait, there was a music th- festival. So by the way, Jenny, there's a music festival in Colorado City. Did you know that? Oh, and there's a brewery there. By the way, just opened up. Wait, wait, what? There's a brewery and a music festival in Colorado City. You're kidding. In the polygamous town. We're in the polygamous town. Okay. And you know Mormons don't drink, so. I mean, they're pretty conservative people. I just can't imagine there being any of this stuff in a Do polygamist drink. Well, so I didn't. That's kind of an interesting question. They they're a little bit different than the modern day Mormons. They may drink, but they definitely aren't into bar scenes or brewery scenes. They mm. would maybe drink kind of in their own privacy of their own homes. There's definitely some polygamists too that are also really uh, a lot more modern. Um, that actually live in that area too that that aren't quite as strict that are kind of their own little groups so there's a lot of sex that kind of come with these different polygamous offshoots so you can't really necessarily did, did you say sex? <laughs> sex sex or sex 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 
sect s-e-c-t yeah yeah different different groups yeah different groups Anyway, like, so this is all stuff I found out later. I didn't know any of this. I, I just was like, what the fuck? There, there's a brewery. So what I did was I, I actually planned a trip. I just went out there. I was like, you know what? I got to see this for myself. So I, um, I booked a, like a bed and breakfast like hotel. And I showed up for the, it was a whole weekend. It was actually their third annual. They'd been the, in their third year already. This was this year in 2019 in April. Uh, third annual uh, Colorado City Music Festival, and I drove down there. I also made an appointment to go and check out the brewery. I kind of, you know, talked to them in advance and um, got down there, and I go to check into my hotel, and I'm like, huh, this is kind of a weird hotel. (laughs) Like, it was like, uh, it was just like a weird maze of a house almost, and I just thought it was kind of weird. Was this like a brand name hotel? Well, I thought it was at first, uh, when I was, for some reason, when I was booking it, I think I got it mixed up. I thought maybe it was a Hilton, but it wasn't, it okay. wasn't a Hilton. It was just, a like a locally run hotel. Motel six or something. It wasn't a motel six, but it was, it was, what it turned out was, so I was, at, I was being led to my room down some weird hallway and I was like, oh, this is kind of an interesting hotel and the girl's like oh yeah this used to be uh we're in jeff's house or something like that (laughs) (laughs) and so it used to be a polygamist house and (laughs) hence all of the amazing rooms yeah so what they they have these giant houses with almost like different wings because they'll have different wives that live in different parts of the house and their kids and then they'll like add on so there's like all sorts of weird additions sometimes to these houses and it was it, it, as soon as I she told me that it was a whole new perspective. It was like oh, oh, like this is a. Pl-. Then you're like holy shit! How many freaking wives did he have? Like that's crazy. So that was interesting. <laughs> and then I went to the brewery and had dinner, and it was a very normal brewery. They had food, like I had what, some pizza. What's the name of the brewery? It's called uh, Edge of the World, and it's in Colorado City. So this town is actually. It's two towns, but it's basically the same town. They actually don't even, I mean, one's in Arizona, one's in Utah, but they even are on the same time zone. They don't like go by different times, mm. but it, they're just right on the, on the border. So the brewery is actually on the Arizona side, which is quite nice because they don't have to abide by the Utah laws. Oh, yeah. um, but I went to the, so I went to the music festival and again, I was, I didn't know what I was going to see. I thought I was going to see prairie dresses, people in prairie dresses and like obvious polygamists hanging out really wasn't like that it was just pretty normal family very family oriented but there was all kinds of people there enjoying the music the music was like rock music you know it wasn't like anything I don't know it was some of it was kind of hard rock even surprisingly and oh my hard rock yeah hard rock So who was headlining, like Limp Bizkit? Oh, uh, they actually had Royal Bliss. Royal Bliss no is No way. No, they did. For From sure. Utah's own Royal Bliss yeah. was the headliner. Was the headliner. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did try to have local acts. So they That's had awesome. a lot of people from like St. George and sort of that area. And then uh, Royal Bliss is more, I think they're from Salt Lake, actually. Yeah, they're, yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, well, that was the headliner. Jeez. <laughs> well, actually, the person who uh, planned the whole festival, his name is Tom Bennett. He's a musician that lives in St. George. Um, let's see. He actually plays sometimes at Strap Tank. I've seen him on their, oh. their lineup. So he, I think he tours around the state a little bit. 
But he, I think what happened was, and, and I'm getting a little ahead of myself, I'm just kind of describing my experience, but what I found out was that this town has changed a lot. The reason why they have a music festival is pretty much after Warren Jeffs was uh, arrested and put in jail and prison, things kind of, it wasn't just that. They also had a thing happen where some people tried to move into town and they were denied uh, utilities services. Because the church actually owned a lot of the land there. They had this trust and they owned like, pretty much owned the whole town. And so they didn't like it when outsiders moved in. And so they would kind of try to push them out. And so they this happened. Separation of church and right. state much? No, is that even legal? That's the, this, no, it's not. Which is why they had a federal judge uh, rule against them. And wow. now they have a court-appointed monitor. They actually had to get a whole new police force in there. They, they restructured the marshals. They brought in police from outside the city. And they broke up this trust and started to privatize the land. And when that started to happen, um, basically a lot of them just started moving away. So a lot mm. of the polygamous families have moved away. They really don't have like a leadership anymore. Um, so I don't really know what the status is of their church, but they've a lot of them have left this the city. And so the city is sort of in this rebuilding stage. And, and some of the, uh, the ex-FLDS, the ex-polygamists, have moved back in. Some of them were actually excommunicated and exiled and like made to leave and they've actually started to move back in so you have all these people kind of coming back in and you have um new people moving moving i mean this place is beautiful by the way i didn't mention this but um it's at the foot of the vermilion cliffs and absolutely gorgeous like this is a really beautiful place where this music festival was i just drove up this dirt road out of town a little ways and it went up this canyon and it was just just like huge rock cliff like red rock cliff faces all Mm. around this park just like the, one of the most beautiful places you could ever go see a concert in this like park it, a really wow. nice park kind of expansive lots of space they had um like places to camp picnic things like that so um really nice place cool place to go visit i'm really stoked that i was able to go there you know now that it's all changed and what was what was really mind-blowing to me was how close it was to some of my favorite mountain bike trails well, I would go and stay in Hurricane and go mountain biking. There's this one uh, place we'd go called Little Creek Mesa, kind of a fun place to go. I think it's probably closer to Colorado City than it is to Hurricane. So if you were to want to go there, mm. um, it's actually, you could go and stay in Colorado City. You could go stay in this polygamous house that I stayed in. Really nice <laughs> polygamous house. And go mountain biking and, and some of the places I've you know been going already. And it's also pretty close to Zion. Zion National Park. It's the other side of Zion from where Zion Brewing is, but um, it's also on the way to um, the Grand Canyon. So it's kind of a cool location, really. Are you going to move there? No, but I'll definitely visit. I want to go there. This <laughs> I definitely want to go. I kind of want to go check yeah. it out. Yeah. This is fascinating. So, so yeah, the the music festival was really really awesome. It was just and it was cool to see. And actually, it was the first year they they were able to serve beer. Oh. So um, they had Zion Brewing there because the thing, the Edge of the World Brewery, um, because they're an Arizona brewery, technically, there was some, they didn't want to deal with the Utah laws. And they're also a very small brewery, as I found out. They don't have a lot of beer. Did you get to go there or did you just try the beer at the festival? Okay. No. So so Zion was at the festival. So they were pouring beer there. 
and of course like they showed up i'm like hey what's up hey you guys told me about this festival here i am they're like surprised to see me like wow you actually came out for this and oh yeah like totally i'm here for this and that's what and it was you know drank some of their beer and what was funny was um they it was their first time doing this festival they didn't really know what to expect but as it turns out the people there can drink they drank the all of their beer and they had to close early because they ran out of beer literally ran out of beer there was a line like almost the entire time of people so people were like totally like all about it. there's a good there's a solid drinking culture there what would you say sure. the, the response was to the music festival like people wise what do you think the headcount was just if you're oh estimating? my god um well they said it was bigger than it had been you know like i said it was the third year and they they definitely had more people that that this year than they'd had in the past years they thought maybe the fact that they had a lot of local they'd really mm-hmm. focused on local uh, mm-hmm. musicians that maybe that was part of it like their friends came sure um i'm not really sure what the numbers were Especially when Royal Bliss came on, it was there was quite a few people there. Um, I would say yeah, thou- thousands, draw. maybe maybe a thousand. I don't know. It's it's not a huge place, but um, I mean, it, f- it seemed like a good turnout to me. They also had a lot of uh, like booths, and I bought some tie dye. My my husband <laughs> makes fun of my tie dye that I bought there. It's like <laughs> some hippie pants that I bought, but nice. they they there was just like local people that sell things that had you know that were all set up there so it wasn't just the music there was food and there was things to buy there was actually a what looked like um an l like an older polygamous lady who had a shop and she was telling me how these 80 year old women crocheted all this stuff and you could buy hot pads and you know clothing oven mitts yeah Yeah, soap Mm. jam things like that that was kind of fun but i think (laughs) you could wear your bonnet mike (laughs) yeah you would be a big hit oh yeah um and i just think that the people there need something like that just some normalcy and that whole area actually just doesn't have i mean there's the whole polygamists uh like community and then there's also the the surrounding areas and they're not they're very rural there's not a lot of population in most of those places i think saint george has decent population but people kind of call it like provo south because it's very conservative it's Mm. a lot of lds a lot of like mormon culture and there's not a ton of drinking there's not necessarily a lot of music venues to go and perform there's not a lot of bars there's not a lot of places to go drink when i go to hurricane there's one or two places that you can go and just order a drink but there's not a brewery and and so i just usually bring my own beer but now that i know that there's a brewery in Colorado city. That's, that's a pretty cool thing. Cause it's really like one of the only places like it in the area. And for if people come from Kanab and some of the uh, nearby towns to go like St. George as well. And just go drink there. Cause there's how, a, how big is this brewery? I mean, what's their barrel system? Is it? So a, it's a, it's basically 15 gallons right now. It's really oh, so small. It's, like a nano brewery. it's a nano brewery. It's like, uh, but they're, they're working on getting, They've got plans to get a 12 barrel system. Oh. So that's going that's in the works. That could be happening by say spring from what I understood. I, I went and visited them uh, the Sunday after the show and I got to meet Maria Jessup and Darren Hammond. And Darren is the brewer mm-hmm. and Maria is sort of their front of the house manager. And uh, Darren actually grew up in the area, so it was really interesting to, to hear them tell they talked a lot about how things have changed for them in the town and I was just ba- I, uh, amazed by what they were telling me I mean they had their mm-hmm. first like open elections 
in like 2017 <laughs> and 2018 where they um, didn't because before that they would basically get up in the pulpit the the polygamist religion the church would get up and say this is who you, like they would assign people to run for the offices and they would tell people who to vote for so it really, mm. well, it really wasn't an open election and now it is and they were actually able to um, like Hildell um, which is the Utah side actually elected a female mayor who's an ex FLDS she's the first non FLDS mayor I believe that they've had I don't know in how long but wow um they they flipped a bunch of county like city council seats and everything so things are really changing for them and and they just they're kind of their heads are almost swimming too like they didn't think it would happen this fast like mm. and and I didn't see that what was interesting I thought I'd see at least one or two obvious polygamists around like on the streets or somewhere I didn't really see anybody there. I would probably see more polygamists in Cedar City, just at a store or something, than I mm. have seen in actual Colorado City and Hilldale. So that was that was kind of a surprise. I just it that it's just changed that much already. But um, they uh, they tried to get their license to brew, and the city of uh, Colorado City still has a quite a, quite a few FLDS on their uh, city council, and they said no. Mm. Um, and it, like I said, they do drink, but they just, the idea of a bar or something like that, they just think that's seedy, like that there's going to be bad things that come with that. So they don't really want that, but only the best bad things though. Right. right. So oh, their no. prophet can molest small young right. girls and marry them, but, uh, <laughs> God forbid you have a brewery. Right. Well, I'm sure it's all. What a crock. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> oh, that's a whole nother conversation. It is. But uh so fascinating but the cool thing was that because they're on the arizona side all it took was arizona to like overrule it and say oh nope here's your license so it didn't really matter in the end (laughs) i think in utah it's a little bit more city by city i don't think that the state does that too much and Mm -hmm. says oh yeah you don't want the brewery well too bad in in this situation they're like yeah yeah go for it so they got their license and they start brewing and um, and, and it was really cool. They have one of their partners owns, it's like a little, um, I'm trying to think it's like a little cafe and they have pizza and it, they've got breakfast. They've got like breakfast sandwiches and coffee. It's like right next door to the brewery and they take care of all the food. Mm. So if you go there, there's, there's like good food, good pizza. Um, they had, oh, I got wings. They were pretty spicy actually. I was kind of surprised. I was like, oh, these are actually spicy. Because people in Utah sometimes, well, it's not Utah technically, but just I've just noticed that people don't tend to have a lot of like tolerance for spice. Um, but yeah, they had that. They had a pretzel. I could get a big pretzel. That was really good. And so good food. The beer was good. They Because they have such a small system, they don't have a lot of their own beers on tap and available. They usually would have like two or three of their own and then they would have guest taps and and most of their guest taps were from arizona breweries mm. so full strength and because they're in not in utah full strength beer on draft no like limitations that way which is how, is how big is this uh, facility that they're in it's you know it's not huge but it's there's quite a few there's i don't know the square footage they have a bar that you can sit at and they have a f- you know a few tables around that you can sit at and actually what's cool is when you go in there uh, and you know this may not be forever if they get their new system, but their little 15 barrel system is against the wall in in the dining room. It's just sitting there. F- 15, 15 gallon. gallon. 15, 15 gallon. 15, yeah, you said 15 barrel. I'm like, 
That's a oh, chef. That's a sorry. Big <laughs> I didn't even realize I said that. Half barrel, 15 gallon system. What well, looks like a homebrew system, mm-hmm. a nice one, you know, but a homebrew system is sitting kind of pushed up against the wall in the dining room. Mm-hmm. And when they brew, they they aren't open on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I think it is, and they they actually push all the tables out of the way and pull out the brewing system and brew right there in the dining room. They don't have a separate brewing area well, yet. It's a pretty small place. It's a, it's a small <laughs> place, but it's awesome. And the, the beer was good. They even brewed a Saison that had like tarragon and basil. Hmm. Don't see that too often. I think they got some local, from what I remember, like some local herbs, and they decided to brew the Saison with it. And I was like, oh, wow. They didn't have that when I was there. So sadly, I didn't get to try it. But um, But they had good beer, and I just think it's cool they have a place. Like, Just definitely go check it out if you're ever in the area. If you're at Zion, go check out Edge of the World Brewery in Colorado oh, City. Okay, how far is that from Zion uh, National Park, Zion Brewery? I mean, um, well, like I said, it it's on the other side. There's more than one entrance to Zion, so it's it let's just say from the brewery. Yeah, is well, it like an hour? What would you guess? I could look it up for you. Okay, but I mean, I'm trying to think. It's I think so. If you're in Hurricane, you can go either to Springdale, which is where Zion Brewing is, and it's that's one of the entrances of Zion, or you can go to Colorado City, and it's a, I think it's pretty similar distance, like 30 to 45 minutes, I would that's say, drive. Okay. Hmm. Um, as far as getting from Edge of the World to Zion, um, I think you could go through Zion. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that, though. I'm not sure if that's, like, the best way, but... Honestly, we, we should go down there. And do the podcast down there <laughs> at Edge of the World. That's yeah. just, that's just, if we could I'm get fat. us all down there. And we, what, do you know the name of the place that you stayed at that wasn't a Hilton? But mm. <laughs> do you know the name of the place? Because that, I want to stay in that house where Warren Jeffs was. That's cool. There's not a lot of options. So it's, so it's going to be the only place. Pretty hard to find. <laughs> um, do you find that on Travelocity or? Kayak? How do you how do you find that? Airbnb. Oh, you know what? I know what it's called. It's called Trip Zion. Advisor. It's called Zion Suites of Hildale. Zion Suites of Hildale. Hildale. H i l d a l e. I know I have a Utah accent. It sounds like Hildale. Hildale. <laughs> but it's Hildale. 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 Yeah, Zion Suites of Hildale, and you can stay in a Jeff's <laughs> in the Jeff's mansion, and it's actually I mean it's nice enough. It's did, it's not did super have fancy. More than one house down there, do you think? Oh, uh, probably. Had... It was. It looked like it was actually a com, like a compound. A compound, probably. There were other uh, h- houses, sort of, right around there that seemed to be maybe. In, I'm going. Like, you know what? I'm going to connect I don't care. I want to see this. <laughs> this is, just blows my mind. Yeah, it was. It was pretty interesting, and just growing up here in Utah and having like polygamous friends and kind of feeling like. I kind of knew everything there was to know, but I never really spent any time there because nobody did. And I, I don't know. It's, I, I'm glad to see the town being revitalized because it, it looks a little bit like a ghost town right now because it's still in the process, but it's a pretty cool little spot. I did all this research when I was writing the article that I did because I wrote an article about this, but now I'm kind of forgetting some of the details. Where's <laughs> that article at? Uh, craftybeergirls.com. Fantastic. <laughs> just look up edge of the world guys mm-hmm. i'm sleepy yeah we gotta we gotta wrap this up you guys I'm tired. we've been having a really good time <laughs> hanging out and talking about beer but jenny I mean, is there anything else you'd like to say about your no I trip mean, to the edge of the world 
just that they're really awesome and if you guys go there the people there are really cool and just go check it out yeah and tell them crafty beer girl sent you yeah <laughs> give us some credit same with if you go to policy kings or zion or even moab brewery be like hey crafty beer girls told us to come here or don't like they'll be like who <laughs> no do <laughs> no they'll know they'll okay know. they'll know who we are or I mean, you know the, the hostess might not know but yeah <laughs> but just go go out anywhere anywhere you want to go just tell them crafty beer yeah. Yeah. Sent you. wherever you are in the world McDonald's, just walk up and say hey Del taco yeah, yeah just drop Jesus. the name that's you know, a great idea just see what happens yeah. maybe they'll be like ah oh, yeah what this one's weird <laughs> kick them out <laughs> no but just get out there go travel go see things taste things um the world's a different place than you think it is yeah so. it sure is go out and enjoy good times guys yeah this has been crafty beer girls podcast if you have any feedback for us crafty beer girls blog at gmail.com is where you can write us and if you want to see the show notes uh we post a little something at craftybeergirls.com with our podcast um episodes and give you some links with some relevant crafty beer girls articles that we may have mentioned so it's a little easier to check it out and uh, yeah. Follow us on our social media accounts. Uh, we've got Instagram. We've got Twitter. We've got Facebook. We've got, <laughs> uh, I think that's it actually. Yeah. Um, but you can see this podcast on, and we'll see it, not so much as hear it, but, <laughs> or vice versa. I don't know. I'm sleepy. But uh, <laughs> you can check us out on Spotify, Sound Something, Simple, Ear, Simple Ear Place, um, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast. Apple I don't know. Google Play. I bet you're pretty smart. You're listening to this already if you're getting this far. So, Yeah, if you're listening to the end of this podcast, you probably know where to find us. And our thanks to Mountain West Hard Cider, who have uh, actually closed and left this in here. We'll lock up, guys. Sorry. The Crafty Beer Girls podcast is a feature presentation of Millen Around Studios and is executive produced and edited by Mike the Janitor Millen and hosted and created by Jenny Schaefer and Lauren Lurch. To be a part of the Crafty Beer Girls podcast or address your questions, comments, or concerns, please write to craftybeergirlsblog at gmail.com. Hey, while you're at it there on the interwebs, why don't you be sure to follow the Crafty Beer Girls at craftybeergirls.com. Tune in next time as Jenny and Lauren discuss... Uh, wait, I'm sorry, hold on. Um, I don't, I don't have any, I don't have anything here. What are we, what are we doing next time? Do, do we know? Anyone? Does anybody? Are we just sitting around and drinking and, you know, bullshit? Is that, is that, okay, cool. Listen next time uh, for that. Special, special thanks to the staff and management of Mountain West Hard Cider for hosting this and subsequent recordings of the Crafty Beer Girls podcast. Learn more about Mountain West Hard Cider on their website at mountainwestcider.com or visit their tap house and enjoy some of their wonderful libations at 425 North, 400 West in the heart of the Marmalade District in Salt Lake City. And as always, please drink responsibly. If you've had one too many, call a friend, use a rideshare, or get a cab. You're an adult. Come on now. Jesus Christ. From all of us here at the Crafty Beer Girls Podcast, thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and share from whichever podcast streaming service you use. Cheers. Last call. Last call for alcohol. 
Buy your drinks now. You can decide where to puke later.